0: Dance Masters, the podcast. I'm only listening if you get people chatting music with DJs behind the music. Chatting music with
1: DJs behind the music. Tonight's guest is no stranger to radio with, amongst others, an eight year stint at Radio One with his legendary Love Groove dance party. He was there at the very, very beginning and saw the birth of the dance explosion in the UK. Award number one in the first DJ Top 100 poll back in 91, plus a hat trick of DJ awards to his name, we welcome to the show, Danny Ramplin.
0: Hello, James. How are you? I'm very good, Danny. How are you doing?
1: Yeah, I'm okay. Plodding along. (laughs) I know
0: that one. I know that one. It's been one of those years, hasn't it? Oh, gosh, yeah. But we won't go into that. What
1: we'll do, we will go way back. With such an illustrious career of yours, one can only dream of, I've got to be honest, I don't know where to start. I know a lot of folk have heard various versions of the late 80s and the early days and the impact Ibiza had on you, which kind of led to the rise of you promoting Shoe. Yeah. But you were DJing before that. I was. Um, What kind of style of music were you playing prior to hearing House for the first time?
0: I was playing independent soul, funk, hip hop, prelude, disco style, New York garage. This was, you know, mid 80s. So those were the records that I was playing before I really embraced and discovered house for myself
1: and shume originally lasted all of was it two or three years but you've celebrated both 25th and 30th anniversary parties i'm guessing you're pretty proud of that legacy
0: well yeah shume uh, began in november 1987 in a fitness center in london southwark street on the south side of the river and it was a one-nighter and it ran for two years tail end of 89 we closed shoom and um, moved on to other things but more recently reignited the shoom brand nearly every year we put on shoom events we haven't had one in the last year for obvious reasons but um the shoom identity is not just a complete trip down memory lane and nostalgia and this is about new music new djs and that was the ethos of Shume at the beginning It was a revolutionary new sound of acid and house music, the style of Balearic, and everything was so new. So we continue that with new music, new talent, combined with the icons and legends of the scene.
1: Do you think you will go for a 40th anniversary party?
0: I hope we're still alive for that one. (laughs) (laughs) Don't we all? (laughs) Yeah, 40 40 years, goodness me. Well, we did a 30th anniversary. That was at um, Bankside Vaults. So I suppose the 35th may be coming up some point soon. But yeah, time flies when you're having fun. And it's been great since the beginning of the scene and... Can't wait to get back out and start playing music again and having interaction with people and interaction with the audience and dancing and celebrating life and music.
1: Everybody we're speaking to is absolutely itching to get back out. Um, But as well as DJing, how did the transition to you being a radio presenter happen?
0: Well, I was on KISS FM when it began. It was pirate station in London. I got a show at two in the morning on a Tuesday night. There was probably about five listeners at the time and progressed from there, really.
1: And you certainly did progress. I mean, moving up to Radio 1, looking back, the Love Groove Dance Party Show, it just set a precedent for all dance music shows that followed. And I've got to say, it was certainly a catalyst for this show. Is that something you'd like to look at revisiting?
0: Through this crisis since last April, I have produced a monthly show LGDP podcast which can be found on my Danny Rampling Mixcloud. So there's a number of shows up there and I'm developing it further. It's monthly. It's been well received and people are glad to have it back and it's brought a lot of joy to people in isolation and so on. For me personally, it's been a good way of channeling energy through the music and that outlet through radio, as we know. So um, I'm really happy. It's taken me years to actually consider doing another Love Groove dance party radio show, but there's a series of them and it's going to continue.
1: I know you're a big collector of records and a while back you diversified your DJ style from kind of your funkier, well-known sound, uh, as it's been described, to a little bit more Euro. Was that to appeal to a wider audience or so you could play a bigger selection of the music you love?
0: At that time in the 90s, I used to hang out on the inside of space, not the uh, terrace outside melting in the sunshine. Inside was dark industrial techno and trance the beginnings of trance german trance hard fast and that's what really inspired me and that's where the euro mixes came from and also my trips to india and thailand and i found that particularly the psychedelic trance was very connected to the early days of acid house the freedom of the music the soundscape of the music so i keep my music taste broad if you look at the Mixcloud page. I've just produced a tribute mix to Andrew Weatherall, my dear friend or our dear friend, and that's a four hour, 45 minute mix. It could have gone on for 10 hours and it's a complete tribute to Andrew with love from my heart and everybody.
1: I'm going to go and check that out after the show, actually, because uh, that sounds right up my street. A while ago, you hung up your headphones before being pulled back to the dark side. What happened there? The
0: dark side. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's uh, it's many years ago now. In the creative industries, we have our ups and downs in in our careers and I got restless and I wanted to do something else and I became a father, stepped out of the scene for a couple of years and I've returned and over the last 12 years I've enjoyed it more than ever. Well, not more than ever, let's not say that. I continue to enjoy and um i'm just very blessed to be able to travel the world doing what i love i have enormous gratitude for my career and having an audience to play to without the audience you know there's nothing i'm glad that i have come back but that was you know that was in 2009 i believe
1: and we're glad you did. I mean, you will always be ingrained in pop culture with a name check in the classic movie Human Traffic and committed to wax on Armor Van Halden's Gandhi Khan. What would you say is your biggest accolade to date? Danny who? <laughs> <laughs> Danny who, love? You know exactly what I'm talking
0: about. Human Traffic, The Streets and Armand Van Helden. Yeah, you've got those three there. Uh, biggest accolade, creating Shum being a figurehead at the start of the scene and shaping the early scene. Of course, um, my radio career from a late night shift to a primetime Saturday night show with millions of listeners internationally with the Love Groove Dance Party on Radio 1. I mean, that was at the time the ultimate. The Love Groove Dance Party was the show that got people ready to go out and have a great night. All over the country, and for that matter, across the world. And I'm just very proud that I achieved that. So I think that's one of my greatest accolades.
1: Of all the gigs that you've done over the time, have you heard someone play a set that you thought was overly impressive? Or do you have a favourite DJ of all time?
0: Favourite all time DJs? Definitely Frankie Knuckles. Um, His legacy is eternal. Frankie Knuckles, definitely, bless his soul.
1: It's quite interesting because doing this show, we ask a lot of DJs who their favourite is. And Frankie Knuckles seems to be coming up time and time and time again from a broad spectrum of different DJs who play yeah. different genres. Frankie Knuckles is just right up there.
0: Well, that's the thing. We wouldn't have this scene without Frankie and others and Larry Levan and Ron Hardy, Marshall Jefferson and um, DJ Pierre. That's where the music began in America and it was transported to Europe. We took the music and shaped it into the scene that we have today.
1: So with that in mind... Looking at the scene today, is there anyone new that you've heard recently or someone that's coming up through the ranks?
0: Yeah, there's DJ from London, Dom James. He's very good. I like his style. He's techno DJ and producer. He plays house as well.
1: At this point in the show, we have a feature called What's In Your Box. It's where we ask our guests musically what makes you tick. So, Danny... Is there a signature record or a go to tune that pretty much defines your sound, or one that's in your box that wouldn't leave your box or you would go
0: to? It's nothing in the box at the moment. Well, no.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Humor me. Humor me.
0: (laughs) Oh, uh, definitely. Again, there's quite a few new versions of Frankie Knuckles Your Love, and that never fails to hit the spot and ignite the dance floor. It's an all time classic. The updated mixes from Alan Dixon and Kolsch are outstanding and they bring the original into the present and I I think, you know, nearly every set I may play versions of Your Love. For me personally, I think it's one of the ultimate, ultimate house tracks of all time. I love that I really
1: really do because you talk about it with such passion there's a degree of ownership over that track it really does mean something to you It kind of really resonates with you by the sound of things
0: well exactly it always reminds me of the early scene and will always remind me forever of Frankie can you remember way back when
1: a very young Danny first pay packet or first bit of pocket money and he went out and he bought his first
0: record can you remember what it was what was the first record? Well, the first credible record was Tamla Motown's The Supreme Stone Love.
1: No, I don't but- want your first credible record. <laughs>
0: <laughs> what was the first record I bought? I think maybe it was a um, one of those compilation LPs that had a load of cover versions on, or, or T-Rex. It could have been a T-Rex record. There used to be a record store directly around the corner from where I grew up, so it was fascinating. I'd go there and browse records and listen to music in the record shop at a very very young age I go to the record store with my aunt or with my mother and and, you know I buy the odd record the odd single and that's where it really began a friend of mine Tony Cox who lived in uh, the same street when I got into teenage years he became a mobile DJ at 14 and had all the flashing lights and the kit and I was mesmerized by that and how he was doing that at 14. So he had a, an influence on me. And I, I really want to do this also. And I used to open the window and play the music loud so people walking past in the summer could hear what records I was
1: playing. <laughs> <laughs> i tell you how I started my radio career. It wasn't yeah. radio. I had a CB. A CB radio. Oh yeah, I put an elastic band around the receiver so the mic was constantly on, and then put that next to my double cassette player, and just sat there playing songs and talking in between them.
0: So you created your own radio show on CB radio. Brilliant.
1: Yeah, I must have really, really annoyed all the drivers. Were you DJ ten four? <laughs> yeah, that was it. Ten four, ten four. Two step, two step. There you go. And looking at your record collection, do you have a treasured piece of vinyl, one that you would never get rid of, keep, and will always be there?
0: I have things that have been given to me by DJ friends, and yeah, I have quite a few rare records that I wouldn't play out on an acetate, but they're special and they have endearing memories. So there's a number of them.
1: Does Danny have a secret guilty pleasure track? It would be something that you would never play out and possibly wouldn't admit to.
0: <laughs> Go on. <laughs> I'll, I'll play. I'll play anything out. Well, not anything, but uh, guilty pleasure. So I can't think of anything off the top of my head. Um, I'll leave that one with you. Sorry sorry to be a fun stopper.
1: (laughs) No, no, no. I'll tell you what. Some people find that quite a difficult question. Some people choose to not answer it for, for, for very good reason, but I will leave that with you and have a think. And if something does come to mind, Fire me an email over and uh, we'll decide whether or not we can announce what it is. You recently gave an impressive review of 10 out of 10 as an excellent remix for Yo Yo Honey, Sing Hallelujah. Is there anything else on your radar we should be listening out for?
0: Have a listen to the Love Groove Dance Party shows on Mixcloud because those shows are all about new music. So what I'm into and what I'm playing is represented on the show. I spend hours going through promos. I buy a lot of music. And that's all presented on the LGDP shows. So the best of the best of what Danny Ramplin's feeling at the moment,
1: check it out on Mixcloud, yeah? Yeah. And what's coming up next in the world of Danny Ramplin, especially now the world's opening up again?
0: Right, new love groove Dance Party show on uh, Saturday or Sunday this week. I have a booking in Liverpool on the 29th of May with John Please, Wimming and uh, Sonic and some others. So that's that's the first gig. Up on the roof in Brixton with Alfredo and others. This is their Balearic Summer Party. That's Saturday, July the 3rd. That's sold out. Clockwork Orange in Brighton and Chelmsford Racecourse coming up in September, August and September. So, yeah, there's bookings coming in and fingers crossed we can get back out there, have a party, play music do what we love. Sounds good to me.
1: Danny, thanks for chatting to us on the show tonight. I really appreciate it. It's been good to chew the fat and catch up and find out a little bit about what's going on in your world.
0: Yeah, my pleasure, James.
1: So if you've liked what you've heard and you fancy adding some tunes into the mix, check out the full two-hour show with an exclusive mix from tonight's guest at unionjackdance.co.uk. Thanks for listening. Join us back here next Friday on Dance Masters and don't forget to hit the link to subscribe.